All right. What did we talk about today here on the Friday Pack of West Talking Stout? Good rundown of the last month. You goddamn right. Of local politics. No, it's the last one of the year. Focused primarily on our dearly departing CM Parenton. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> good oh. retrospective, actually. Like, nice little montage mm. you threw together. Um, I think so. Some some of the greatest hits of No Context Pam. Yep. From recent years. Um, back to 2020. Yeah, big deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we got some public safety shit, as usual. Mm-hmm. And uh, discuss some audiovisual difficulties at the library. I mean... What's it going to take? Do we have to physically hire somebody? Do I have to go down there and just set up mics for them? Let's do a change.org. I mean, my God. Yeah. It's horrible. Go fund me for the library. I mean, Buy him some SM58s. Or something. Yeah. Shotgun mics just hang in the middle? Yeah, absolutely. Are these a PA? Yeah. Yeah. SM58s. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> it's, the, it's the end of the year special, you know? Yeah. We're feeling very festive in here. <laughs> High energy, man. It's, Real. It's palpable. It really is. It's just, it's just, it's just if, I more, if I had more time to put more production into it. Effervescent in here. <laughs> no, you do a fucking beautiful job. I try. And uh, this is the product you get. Like yeah. it or not. I don't care if you like it or not. But that's well, I care if you like it. But You're getting your buck a month worth. You're getting your buck a month worth. That's really all I care. And hoping that it inspires you to want to be a part of your city which it's easy to complain about something like we do constantly um it's a lot harder to get involved and get your feet into that bureaucracy which there cannot be without you know it's intimidating it can be intimidating but i hope it would inspire you to get in there and actually try yeah absolutely quit complaining about it and do it like you're on the citizens police advisory board and on the community development board yeah and I watch all the city council meetings because yeah. I'm a sadist. You are a sadist. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. I watch much of the city council <laughs> meetings until I get too mad. Yeah. I start throwing shit around, and uh, then I turn it off. Yeah. To protect my own sanity. Uh, I get kind of worked up a little bit, but then, you know. Then you can play your guitar. Yeah, sure. You can play your guitar, or you can play the slide whistle Titanic theme. <laughs> Which is the, the greatest song probably man has ever come up with. Absolutely. Um, again, we'll see you next year, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. There you go. All right, it is uh, it's the 27th of December, the uh, last episode of the year Promise. for the Friday Packet with Stocky and Stout. A, uh, what are we? We are, I was, I'm going to say Montana's premiere. Um, Billing City Council rundown show. I'd say the Northwest America's yeah. premier. Maybe even the Pacific Northwest. Sure. Maybe even the Pangea Northwest. <laughs> Northwest Pangea's yeah. best city council rundown show. Mm-hmm. We've got <laughs> oodles and oodles of things to catch up on, of course. Um, of course, if you want to do, if you've listened to past episodes and have a question, you can send those to the Friday Pack at a gmail.com. Um, and if you may have had one or two cocktails and you're sitting at home and you're like, man, I really wish I should, could support some local idiots in creating 
something that would be, you know, funny and make me laugh every so often, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet for a dollar. You can satiate those needs. How lucky you. And help produce said podcast. There's um, a solution. Yeah, there is. That's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, many things to catch up on. I think we're going to start all the way back at the 13th. We're not going to go really into depth about it. Um, I watched the entire thing, and the only thing that I put it down was uh, weed is the problem for everything. <laughs> I think you pretty much put your finger on it. Yep. So I believe somebody got up and uh, correlated the crime, rising crime statistics, even though they are down statistically throughout the year, um, and they correlated those with the opening of dispensary shops and the approval of, of weed in the state of Montana. So you're saying it was a pretty weak argument? No. Okay. No, it's totally legit. They were right. I would dare say too legit if Hammer was here and he didn't want to hurt us. <laughs> Please. Please do not. Um, of course, there was other things going on there. Um, the main one, obviously, being the election of a deputy mayor. mayor oh. Which is... It's big. It's real big. It's a big deal. Yeah, your deputy mayor is uh, Councilmember Boyette. Um, according to this action statement or this action thing, which you can get at the city's website if you don't want to sit through an entire YouTube video of it, or if you do, by all means do that. But if you don't, you can go to the city of Billings, which is, um, it's a website. We'll just be polite about it. Yeah, that's and, fair. That's and you nice can wander on over to agendas and you can do action uh, summaries basically. And they have these nice little printouts that go over all the votes, what, what happened and all that sort of stuff. It's like, it's, it's a cliff notes minutes basically. Yeah. Um, it's a probably even more concise rundown than we'll give you. Yep. Uh, nomination election of deputy mayor. Uh, staff recommends city council nominate and elect a deputy mayor, which uh, would be nice. Thanks, staff. Uh, motion to elect Councilmember Boyette as deputy mayor, and it was approved 10 to nothing, and Puritan was opposed. <laughs> That's what it says. It's, they're not even counting her as a vote anymore. <laughs> 10 to 0, one opposed, but obviously, right? <laughs> <laughs> probably so, wasn't even there and they're yeah. just like yeah whatever she's, she's opposed yeah so more to hear from from Pam because mm-hmm. I mean we've got to say goodbye to a longtime friend and uh, um, I guess unwilling I contributor to the podcast <laughs> for many a years I better get out the uh, boys to men song huh that or the I wanted to do the one the he does the Titanic theme song but it's on the slide whistle Yep. <laughs> that one? Mm-hmm. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else was on that? Now, like I said, we're not going to really go really deep into too much of anything, but we're going to try to drill down on a couple things um, once we get to them. That one was a two-hour and 25-minute meeting, uh, just in case you're keeping track at home. Pretty, um, pretty short version. 11 that was a work session. Um, I just wrote, Owen talks a lot. Um, the CIP, the ERP, um, which was the equipment replacement plan and the capital improvement plan. Those were the first iterations of those two. They just started talking about them and what they want on there, what they don't want on there. Um, CIP being, of course, the... Capital improvement plan. Yes. Dibs. Uh (laughs) Some call it a wish list of city projects that want to happen. Um, Others would call it a necessary planning document to make sure that you're not losing track of shit. Uh. Excuse me. I think that makes sense. Yeah. 
public safety was on there, um, and I worked, wrote down workforce needs. I don't know exactly what that means, but my notes are horrible, so that hasn't changed in many, many years. It just means we're out of workers. Yep. We've been um, on this before. Sure. And then going on to the 27th of November, um, a couple gentlemen, I forgot to write down their name, they got up and spoke about uh, TIF money going to projects that aren't hiring people from in the city, uh, you know, or city at least businesses. Locally or locally. Regionally, yeah. Um, how that money needs to stay local and not be uh, farmed out to out of state contracts who subcontract and then pay cash under the table to contractors and that money just sort of disappears. Doesn't seem like a great... argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that got on the, the council um, council people's uh, radar. Yeah. Um, also on that meeting, the yesteryear's uh, building moving. Relocation. Move, relocation. Yep. The moving of the business to the basement of Hart Album. Hart Album. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to say. Um, going to hire get, a, a, a company from Hong Kong to do that. Obviously. I would yeah. hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, Be paying uh, some immigrant workers under so, the table. Must <laughs> <laughs> be paying in hugs and high fives. Yep. Cool. Uh, you guys got grilled on that one. Tax exempt. I don't know why, but you did. I don't know either, especially given how the vote went. Yeah. So that was approved six to three. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Who Ms. voted against that? <laughs> Owen, <laughs> Councilmember Owen was absent and she was excused. Yeah. In that order. Uh, Gulick abstained because his um, company is part of the purchase of that said property, rest Be- years on the corner of 29th. Because he has ethics, I think, is the reason he abstained. He's got ethics. Um, he definitely does that. Uh, Tidswell, Purinton, and Nice were opposed, which Shocker. is shuckered. Um, nice said it was a great idea. He loves it. I th- he thinks it's great that we're helping his business stay down, keep it downtown, vibrant, and all these sort of things. But, you know, and he trails off into his... going to vote against it. Yeah. Anyway. It's the same thing he's done for years and because, years and years. Because I'm an obstructionist. Uh-huh. And uh, <clears throat> I'm anti-government, even though I am the government. Yes. Sorry. And speaking of Roy Nice, um, he's got so many... Th- Cool things to say about the uh, Big Sky Passenger Rail Authority um, mm-hmm. support, which was also on this agenda. Uh, let's see if anything else is on there that we should. Um... Oh, jeez! Sorry, break your break your hand. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't see. Really did grill Mammoth about that. God. Yeah, and what they were re- reimbursing them for was the relocation of the store. So there was money involved in helping them relocate. Which is one of the only things that's explicitly allowed under Montana Code Annotated. But it hadn't been done for a lot of things, right? Yeah. That was that would only happen in like Butte a couple times, I think he, he noted. Yeah, but it's right there in the code. Yeah. Including a bunch of nebulous stuff and relocation. Okay. What about the free market stout? What about it? I mean, shouldn't businesses be able to pay for this stuff on their own? It'll save everybody. Okay. If the, yeah. <clears throat> Get rid of all regulations and yep. government, and the free market will take care of absolutely everybody. It's about time. It will in no way concentrate all money and power into a very few hands. Like, you know, like you used to. 
Like when the copper barons were running the state. Before government was invented and just a king ran everything and killed people at whim. Well, and had all the king. Money. It's it's good to be the king. It, it is. It's someone said it's good to be the king. Um, so the Big Sky Passenger Rail Authority or the Bespura, Bespura, <laughs> uh, approved seven to three. So spoiler alert, it was approved by the council. So this was a whopping six thousand um, dollars, and they didn't want it to come out of the council contingency because we we save that for warships. Mm-hmm. That's that's where the, what the contingency is for is, that is sponsoring a billion billion two warships to make sure they have enough money from a small city mm-hmm. to make sure that they feel wanted. Anyway, city oh, they also gave a <laughs> city, yep, exactly. Um, so that came out of the general, general fund uh, membership fees. $6,000. $6,000. Uh, Owen was still absent and excused in that in that order. Uh, Boyette, Pierrington, and Nice were opposed. Shocking. Um, but Jess is going to talk about it, and uh, Royal will have some definitely pertinent arguments mm-hmm. and uh, um, Good evening, Jess Peterson, 40-30 Thunder Ridge Road, Billings. Thunder Ridge. Eric Cole, members of the council, thank you so much for this opportunity here to speak this evening. I'm here to speak on behalf of the thank Big you, Sky Jeff. Passenger Rail Authority. It's now located in downtown Billings here in the Grand Building. This our, office, our team, Western Sky Strategies, staffs it. And a lot has taken place. A lot of progress has been made on the authority. Goddamn right, Jess. Uh, understanding that my good friends in the county here a few years back held up from supporting it. I get that. More information needed to be known of what was going to happen with funding and partnerships and who all was going to get on board. No. We got a lot of folks <laughs> getting on board That's with incorrect. the Pastor Rail Authority. That's correct. And we need your support. And I'll walk through a couple things that are happening. As of right now, the Big Sky Pastor Rail Authority has 20-plus member counties. And what it does is what, through the infrastructure bill, they talked about increasing passenger rail. Now, it's going to happen one way or another. It's either going to be on the coastal lines, and we're going to be forgotten here in the mountain states. Mm. So that's one. Yep. Very real. It needs to happen. It's going to happen in somewhere. Could happen in this area. It connects passenger rail through the southern spur just down the street here that we see the freight trains going. We could put passenger rail on there. Oh. It would be connecting Seattle to Chicago right through Billings and all the good stuff that comes out of it. Now, because of the authority, we have this southern route is now included. That's one. So we've got that happening. Two, they've also added another potential route. So as of right now, the Federal Rail Administration was directed by Congress to look into routes. And so we have pushed and pushed to get this southern route in there. It's in the emphasis stages. They're moving in that direction. From there, they'll look at including routes. So they've been doing research this entire summer. They're about to make an announcement. We think it's going to be good. Uh, it's even better, folks. Okay. They are talking about a spur, a southern route from Billings to Denver. They added an additional route. Fuck yeah. Yet we still don't have a seat at the table. That's going to change here this evening. Uh, in addition, you say, well, what, you know, we're working on that. What all the commitments are allowed there? The Pacific Northwest Economic Region, also known as Penmar, we have a grant with them that will look at bringing back. Some of you might recall the small small parcel service that Amtrak provided. Do I? That is on the table right now. We're working with BNS on another project. So we're working with some of these projects. We have a Penmar grant that we're working on right now. But we can't come into Billings because we don't have a partnership with anybody in the area. We have all <laughs> along that area. So we'd like to sit down with city staff, with folks in the area, and work on that. Last but not least, there was a study done as they were looking at routes. Top places suggested 
by stakeholders. This is from Seattle to uh, Chicago. Had all the B words in it. In Montana, what do you think was in there? Broadus, Baker, Butte, Bozeman made that? None of those made it. You know the nope. top listed area for stakeholders? Say it. Billings. Yeah. Billings was the top list in that area. So let's make it reality tonight and join and get a part of it. So thank you so much. I'll be around mayor members around 730 for any additional information. Thanks for your consideration. So there you go. That's Jess. He's talking about what the what he's working on, what he's doing. Um, and then our boy from the second ward is going to come in with <laughs> knowledge. Really? And uh, real... Bring up some very salient points? Yes. Good. I can't wait. So Roy Nice from War 2 up there in the Heights with Jennifer Owen uh, are your Heights representatives. Um, <clears throat> he's got something to say. I forgot how much of a gap I put here. That's okay. It's hey. First of all, I have ridden the train quite a bit and I actually do love it. Um, but in this particular case, I'm not so sure. And I would love to see it rail to the buildings. I think it would be kind of fun. But I, I'm, I'm not so sure I can support this. A couple of things I do want to ask. Um, I Is it? I'm sorry, you're Steve, was it? Yes. Jess, Jess, I'm sorry, Jess. Close. I can call it worse. Okay. Okay. Um, you're a so, right? <laughs> you know, I, I've seen... I've seen rail come to communities that didn't have rail before in, in Which other cities. And when the rail came in, crime moved, came in and increased substantially in the towns because crime was now able, the crime was able to easily move from, from place to place. And so I guess I'm, I'm wondering if you have looked at the impact of what rail coming to Billings, especially now you talk about the Denver rail, but Seattle, um, Chicago coming to Billings. Um, <laughs> The you old, know what that what the impact that railroad, would have huh? on crime here? Have you looked at that at all? And then, if so, um, you know what? How is how is this going to be any increase in crime? Which I expect it would be. Oh my God! The rail is already here, really. It's anecdotal, but um, so, yeah, you know what that, How that's going to be paid for? Well, how we're going to now have more expenses to help to to fight the crime? Can you talk to me about that? Have you talk heard? Have, have any? There's been any talk about what that's going to do for crime? <laughs> No, no, yeah, I can't, Roy. Right? Thank you for that question. Members of the council and mayor, thank you so much. Uh, we we haven't, right? I would just say you you would look at, you know, bus and you mentioned other other areas of means of transportation. Uh, you're you're going to get from point A to point B Falcon. for all the good reasons and for all the bad reasons that come into it. So you make a really good point, which is again why we would encourage Billings to be a part of it, because we have conducted multiple community assessments, analysis, etc. We're looking at infrastructure, we're looking at uh, where would you put the, uh, the, the station? What are the tracks like? What's the connectivity? What's the crossings? We just completed uh, through Montana Healthcare Foundation six uh, locations across the state where we, we brought in, we looked at the community element from tribal regions to rural regions and all of the above. As Councilwoman uh, Joy uh, referenced, how that impacts the rural areas. So, you know, I'll just use I'll just use one little one off there. You know, we're already paying to bring in our tribal country, Indian country, uh, to get special services in Denver and Salt Lake. They're taking special modes of transportation, uh, all of the above. We could we we didn't realize that. So as we were studying it, to your point, we're studying this, and we're already spending to the numbers point, Councilwoman Parenton, uh, we're already spending a lot of this money. So we would look to get the synergies therein. So to your point, no, we have not, but I can guarantee you studies like that can come about. And if you were to join, you'd say, hey, look, we want to know if there's any impact on crime. So I commit to researching that uh, into all the different analyses that we're looking to. So here's all that. 
How, how long do you think he was listening to him when he was talking to him? What do you call him, Jeff? Steve? <laughs> Steve, you call yeah. him Steve? Oh, he just, the, the moment his mouth stopped moving, <laughs> his ears turned off. Okay. So you, you try to be correct. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Councilor Bernice? Yeah, I had other things. I, I, um, Thanks. Again, I, this is an area that I'm not, like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm done, Jeff. Thanks. I was just talking, going to talk to Jeff? the council yep. here for a minute on the issue okay. of the uh, motion. Jeff, I, I, right. I don't think I can support the motion at this time. Um, I think there's a lot of unanswered questions. And, you know, I see a lot of businesses supporting this. I think that's great that they're getting involved. So we a lot of, a lot of businesses and buildings are actually supporting this, and which is great for them to do that. Because I think if there's... Well, yeah, more but um, anti-business passenger rail here, and more passengers coming into the city, they're going to benefit the most, and yeah. and so I think that's right that they should be supporting that. Um, I don't think the city um, should be supporting this. I think if it happens, we'll work with it and and move it along. Um, I think the six thousand dollars, if the mayor thing is not um, something that we should spend it on, then I think we should just put it back in the budget and let it. Be absorbed back into the taxpayers, uh, so they don't have to pay as much. So I I don't support this, and I, I hope that others would not. And we, as we look into this farther, we really need to uh, ask the questions as far as you know, how is this going to impact our city when we have more rail coming here with passengers? And it's going to it is going to bring an increase in crime. Thank you. Thank you very much. He asked if it was going to bring an increase in crime. And then said it's going to bring an increase in crime. Yes. That's so he listened to about two sec maybe two seconds. He still didn't pick up his name. Called him Steve, Jeff. <laughs> maybe call him Jess. He's not really good with names. He's he's not got a long track record with being good with names. I'll give him that. But <laughs> um, it's one thing to ask a question. Um, I mean, one could say that giving however many tens of thousands of dollars from the contingency fund to a, a giant warship that cost a billion two to build. Um, is worth the city's time to do mm-hmm. and not $6,000 to, you know, start the process yeah. of maybe bringing rail, passenger Every rail into Billings. penny that went to the USS Billings just left town. Mm-hmm. Did nothing for Billings. What are you talking about? We got challenge coins. <laughs> That's true. And a that, sweet poster. Wherever that landed up. Fucking thing is that. Um, I, I did some quick math. Sure. I like math. $6,000 sure. <sighs> split between the citizens of Billings. Mm-hmm. That's a nickel apiece. I will sponsor 10 people's share. Wow. If Bold. that makes Roy feel better. I don't think it will. He thinks uh, Wyatt Earp's coming in on a train. Hell's coming with him. <laughs> Billy the Kid's coming in. He's going to bring his... Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. It's just going to be... It's, it's weird that he went to the, the whole crime thing. All of a sudden, it's just a, a giant crime syndicate on a, yeah. on a passenger rail. Those meth dealers <laughs> love them some Amtrak. <laughs> I guess. It's just so slow, you know? That's the It's very slow. I mean, it gets, really, gets you where you want to go. I could get real, there from Missoula. Real, real slow. In five hours in a car or eight hours on a train, I'll go train <laughs> any day. Any day of the week. God. Just Pablo Escobar and... <laughs> Fucking Johnny Ringo riding the train around Montana. Exactly. What Selling else is drugs on here? And shooting your grandmother. <clears throat> All right. Okay. There was that meeting. So we signed on to the passenger rail. So it'll be so. Steve, Greg, Ernie, whatever the fuck his name is from the big passenger <laughs> passenger rail. His name is Jess. Yeah. Which is really not at Thunder Ridge Road. Thunder Ridge Road. Mm-hmm. I love it. So we got that. That's yeah. coming. Yep. And then we ended up in the library. 
Oh boy. And we had a round table and we were talking we were we were talking about problems that the Billings uh area's been having with pubic safety. Pubic safety. We're talking about kids <clears throat> with guns shooting people, which mm-hmm. isn't a good look mm-hmm. ever. Um I forget what the, the crime statistic was, but I think you'd know better than I was. It was 200-plus guns stolen out of park vehicles for yeah, like the past quarter, I think, like a, past past half year or something. We were at 180 last month for the year reported stolen out of cars. Sure. So that's just 180 guns. Just floating around. Fucking floating around in Billings. So, yeah, we've had some pretty gruesome... Uh, homicides within the city, mm-hmm. um, and that got everybody's hackles up. And then we ended up in the library to have a a meeting. So we talked with Twido. We talked with Jesse uh, Jess? Lasovich. <laughs> Jess <laughs> Jess Lasovich. Uh, bunch of the COC people. Um, a senator, which we will hear from shortly. Um, but when they go to the library. Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I think it would behoove them to go to IT and say, hey, we're going to record in the library. There are no fucking microphones. Yeah. Could you just bring like a, you know, one concentric one we could put in the center, you know, an active mic in the middle something. so we can hear something Anything. online, anything. Yeah. Um, because it's the shittiest mic setup possibly imaginable. It's it basically is. people just yelling at each other across a giant rectangle in the library. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. I like it. Sure, why not? Um, I many, many solutions, many uh, ideas were uh, <laughs> yeah. thrown back and forth between a lot of stakeholders mm-hmm. um, from the partner or the mm-hmm. Family Justice Center, um, which is moving forward at the YWCA, I believe. Yep, which is they, good. They're picking, they picked a coordinator, um, and then uh, Katie Nash and the VISTA, who is helping uh, that along? Is it Emma? And, no, it's E. Isn't it E? Oh, shit. Ellie Stanton is her name. Yep. Along with Katie Nash. Uh, Ellie was is an AmeriCorps Vista until mm-hmm. February of next year. Mm-hmm. Helping get the Family Justice Center up. She was there. Um, all the usual suspects from the Billings City Council. Um, the chief was there. Mm-hmm. Um, concerned citizens were there um, with, with their ideas. And people really... Uh, Trying to hammer out a, uh, not only uh, activate on the initial problem, but also go to the underlying causes. Sure. Um, and and one former esteemed city council member, obviously, just hit the nail on the head. Uh, uh, Confirm tricking. Oh wait, was it this one? Uh, thank you very much, uh, uh, Senator Fredell. Did you have a question? Oh, there he is. The Connections bounced off of what the councilman said. The key word is they see you. Those words. A, when I grew up, big guy. So, Councilmember Friedel, sorry, <clears throat> he uh, he has a solution, um, and it starts with "I grew up," mm-hmm. and then we go from there. My dad had a business, heating cooling business. He had four trucks, four fans, all of the like. I can tell you, is everybody thought my dad had twenty trucks because he saw the truck everywhere. Uh, Why is it that where? the United States? All of our law enforcement is wearing dark blue vehicles, tactical looking Sounds heavy. What color vehicle do you wear? European, we got you flashed just like that, neon, everything. They see you. If you want them to see you, you need to be visible. 
So instead of being in the shadows, come out in the light. If they see a big white, orange, neon green car going by, says law enforcement, you're more apt to be seen, which means that if you're seen, people have a tendency to not be as apropos to what the, the various fuck? things they do with law enforcement, stealing stuff or whatever. So why haven't we had a conversation about going back to a situation where our law enforcement is seen to deter certain types of crime? Law enforcement. Uh... <laughs> Thank you for the uh, word salad there, uh, Senator Friedel. So yeah, he hit the yeah, like I said, he hit the nail right on the head. Um, state senator, who's obviously got probably uh, m- uh, more uh, functional things he could do with his time, other than dealing with the color of people's uniforms. And saying, you know, you're there, you know, with the legislative once? power to do something about it. God. And that was your solution: was to make sure they have neon flash, flash stuff, and people wearing cars. I don't understand and how you wear a car, but. He threw in the word apropos there. Yep. Inexplicably. Keep using that word. I don't think it, <laughs> don't think it means what you think, think it means. means. Oh, my God. I forget what district he's at. I want 24, I want to say. Whatever mine is. Yeah. <clears throat> it's embarrassing. Um, state senator. Uh, I think he might have been the only one. I could be. I'm probably wrong. I want to say Yakovich was probably there. Um, but there was a couple in the gallery, you know. Yeah. Taking in everything. So um, Owen was very aggressive during this meeting, pushing for, uh, you know, timelines and deadlines and all that. So and measurable metrics that they can measure against going forward. Um, and nobody necessarily had uh, an answer that would satiate her desire for that. So hmm. things are happening. All right. I don't know what it means. Uh, but a lot of people got together in a rectangle shape at the library. They could kind of hear each other. They did. That was very rectangular. Yep. That's one thing that can be said about it. Sure. So public meetings are happening. People are talking to each other. Um, Pam brought up that she wanted to take downtown officers since obviously downtown has calmed down so much to, you know, pick up those officers and put them out all over the town. That was her kind of solution maybe to cut down on crime. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. That was one solution. Um, they're having trouble hiring, just like a lot of people are for police officers. Uh, per the CPS report, I don't think they're up to full uh, staff quite yet. I think they're short still, aren't they? Uh, yeah, well, continuing to be short because, as the chief always says, it takes two weeks to quit and eight months to start. Sure. So that's fair. So, yeah. Um I think it, they're taking more of a, a holistic approach, I would hope, at this point, rather than trying to go back to yeah. um, arresting their way out of the problem, which a lot of people in town want to do, build a bigger jail and yeah, police like officers and judges. Proactive and prevention is probably a better choice. Sure. But what the fuck do I know? Uh, more than most. More than most. I don't know that that's the case, but I appreciate the confidence. All right. So there was that. The next one on there. What's the next one? I have the uh, recorder. Good evening, Mayor and Council. Oh, that was on there. All right. Uh, Excuse me. I'm very burpy today. Movies on to December 11th, Um, which was a regular session where decisions get made. Mm -hmm. Careers are made. 
Lives change. Very exciting. Very exciting indeed. Uh, let's see. I wrote down on the 11th, uh, CIP, that was approved. Um, I also wrote down, Pam says that we should focus on cops, nothing else. Uh, okay. So her explanation why she didn't vote for stuff is because we need to focus on public safety, and that's all we should focus on. That and infrastructure, and that's it. Okay. That's what the government should do. <clears throat> uh, but she always votes against infrastructure. Yeah. Cool. Does not like parks. Nope. No one likes parks anymore. She also usually votes against public safety. Sure. Gotcha. Well, it's too expensive. I yep. mean, people are, you know. So what should we focus on again? Uh, Nothing, right? That one. No. Okay. Art project. Kind of all over the place with this one. Um, I think at the beginning of this one or the next one. Ah, who cares? Uh, so <laughs> your city public works was recognized on a national level for, for what they're doing. Good job, um, P-Dubs. Basically, um, we don't do that. Um, Herculean efforts because there is only one source of water in this uh, city. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you're a prepper, then you're, you're collecting gutter water and <clears throat> eating, yeah. you know drinking acid rain. There you go. Um, if you're living in your basement in a fallout shelter, which you probably are if you're listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> but the city... Uh, <laughs> has one source of water, which is the Yellowstone River, um, to uh, make sure that all the lawns are watered and nice and green in the summer on the far west end. Yeah, got to keep those mushrooms growing in August around here. You're goddamn right. Um, but the uh, wastewater facility was recognized, which will they'll be congratulated here it's in this clip. Often. I can't think of a time since I've been here, actually, that we've done this, but we have a project that got done a couple of years ago, and we've received many awards on this, a couple national awards. So we really thought it was a great opportunity to come and highlight some of the work that we do. This is not abnormal for our staff to, to do this kind of innovative project the way that we did here, but this one got a lot of attention and a lot of awards, so I thought I'd share them with you. So this was our nutrient upgrade project that was done out at the wastewater treatment facility or the water reclamation facility that it's now called because of the new processes. Um, and that was driven by new regulations, but also the need to expand our treatment. Um, so that project was done and we've received four awards. Um, the first one and the one that kind of triggered this was the ACEC, American Council of Engineering Companies Award mm. for Excellence. That's a national award. Um, and it was... Uh, we got that in June, and so our, we went out. I didn't go out, but people from the team went out and accepted that award. So that was pretty great. To win that award, we had to win the Montana ACEC award, so we did place first in Montana for all of those projects this year. Um, and then we also won the Water Environment Federation Project Excellence Award, so there's only two, two projects that are awarded um, a national award for that. We won one of those, too. And the last project is the International Federation of Consulting Engineers. I bet you guys didn't even know that was a group, but it is. Um, and we got an award of merit, one of four U.S. projects in the top 30, and that represented 14 countries. So it, it was really a phenomenal project. And I will tell you, at the, at the beginning of this project, it was about a $250, $250 million project because we were going to just approach it very conventionally, add new um, treatment, and, and build it out, and it was about $250 million. Um, through the efforts and innovation of our staff and our consulting engineers, um, we did get that down to $65 million by repurposing a lot of the processes that we already had on our site. And they were able to, to um, construct that, like I said, for about a fourth of the cost. 
I will say that it added a lot of um, difficulty. And I think one of the reasons that we won some of these awards is because we had to operate this plant 365 days, 24 seven, while we were constructing a new plant within the site. So super impressive project. Um, I'm gonna have uh, Lewis Ingalls, our utility engineer, just introduce the consulting staff that's here tonight because I think they should get a, a little shout out. Good evening, Mayor Council. Thanks for the opportunity to uh, introduce the team here for this award-winning project. Uh, HDR Engineering was the engineer on the uh, on the, the upgrade, and the project manager was Craig Hobbin. Hi, Craig. Yeah, yeah Craig. Woo! The deputy project manager was Jake Ostrander. And then our city project manager was Randy Strauss. Nobody <laughs> Just to add to uh, what Debbie had said, uh, being able to operate through this project was really a testament to a lot of our operational staff who spent countless hours, lots of late nights getting this going. Uh, just a couple other things just to, to hit on uh, this. We had a state-of-the-art system for uh, energy management uh, on this project, and so it saves approximately $60,000 every year in electrical cost, um, as well as we received a rebate from Northwestern Energy for $90,000 uh, on the commencement of this project because of the, the system we put in place. Um, as Debbie said, we're, we're meeting all of our uh, regulatory requirements with this project, um, and it's really had a, a dramatic effect on the river. Um, so we're very proud and uh, uh, happy to have received this award, our awards, um, from these uh, uh, recognized agencies. So thank you. Thank you, Lewis, and congratulations, Debbie. Um, I hope this word will get out to more than just uh, this group here, and you've, you're working in process to yeah, no get the uh, appropriate press releases out or whatever that will happen. We'll certainly support that, I'm sure. So, so you're welcome. So you've been informed. Uh, the mayor got a hold of me personally and said, hey, could you uh, put out this press release about the public works and all the no, great work no. they do? No. No? Nope, no problem. Nope. We'll do it. Sure. Um, all 11 city council members, or sorry, 10 city council members personally got a hold of me. Um, they uh, slipped me a five under the table, and I said, yes, I'll put it on my podcast. Um, we got 10 new patrons? Yeah. That's awesome. We sure did. So your public works and billings doing, you know, good things, getting recognized, you know, yeah. giving you a place to poop on, and uh, mm -hmm. that poop goes in a, in, a, in a pipe, then it goes to a place where they treat it. And they uh, take water out of the said river, make it drinkable. Obviously, if you live on the far west end, you're not drinking that water. <laughs> no. Yeah. God, no. <laughs> You've got 300, you know, plastic bottles in your garage that probably say Evian on them or One or <clears throat> um, Fiji. Fiji. Because you don't trust the government to not put fluoride in everything and, <laughs> you know. Plus, you want your water shipped from Fiji. Yes. And you, you've read the stories about the frogs turning gay and you yeah. don't, you, Absolutely. God, God knows you don't want to drink that river yep. water. Yep. There's a lot of bleach in it. Yeah. There is, there is a lot of bleach. <laughs> it's fine. It's perfectly drinkable. I mean. It is good water. It's. If you have a lead I've liked it for many, many years. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to do it. Nice. So that was the 11th. No, that past the 11th. We're on the 18th. Uh, talking about the 18th, we're talking about TIF dollars in the Sabura. A hotel applied for some TIF dollars to put landscaping on their place. I think it was around 500000 Um They said it was a removal of blight, mm -hmm. which I kind of 
found hard to believe in that new development, but what do I know? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> so TIFF dollars are getting kind of more and more interesting uh, the way they spend them, but they're well within the parameters and the way that they're spending them because that's how the code is written, that's how the TIFF is written, and that's what they're allowed to do. Sure. And so they do it. Um, but that place down by uh, Crackers, as I call it, um, Cabela's, um, oh. is building out nicely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Fucking. I mean, there's a Subway there now, a Dominio's, Taco John's. Blight can be Wendy's. I mean, entirely, just... like, just visible blight counts. Mm -hmm. So I suppose landscaping would qualify. Yeah. They were trying to claw back. They didn't want to go around the entire building. This is one to do in the public spaces. They just wanted to do it, you know, funded for there. Um, but it it kind of goes the same way. It always goes. They make these suggestions like we don't, we shouldn't be paying for that, but then nobody makes the motion to say we'll conditionally approve this, but you can only do in the public right away. It just sort of goes because they don't yeah. sound like they have a legal leg to stand on because they know as much as we do about. Yeah. <laughs> What it takes to uh, get those TIFF dollars. Well, hopefully they use a local company to do that work. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they will. I'm um, also approved on that one was, I believe, solar panels as well for Riverside Middle School. Yep. Um, saving, saving, you know, taxpayer dollars because, what, 30% of your taxes go towards public schooling. Mm -hmm. um, to try to make the argument that that's not going to, you know, Taxpayers are never going to see that dividend, but I beg to differ. Yeah, I do too. Absolutely. Um, payback is kind of a long time, but I mean, seems like a good idea to me. It's not that long. No. Um, which brings us to a very sad point of the podcast. Uh, why sad, you say? Because we have to yeah. say goodbye to a, a, an old friend from far West End. It's tragic. Tragic. Um, no Context Pam has been a, well, started to be a staple of the show, I think, two years ago. I'd say four. Yeah, where we take uh, um, Councilmember Puritan's statements and we take them out of context and just throw them in the middle of conversations. You bet. And it's hilarious, yeah. at least to me. <laughs> I find it just magical every time I do it. <laughs> I think a lot of people do. Both of our listeners mm -hmm. seem to enjoy it. So Pam did not run for re-election. Nope. Uh, she was... She'll be focusing on her state legislature... Probably. ...campaign. Who knows? Who knows what she's up to? Mm -hmm. um, so Scott Aspen Leader won that election. He will be coming in. Um, who else is coming in? Danny did not win his. Oh, and Bill Kennedy. Uh, Bill Kennedy will be coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, out in the Heights, you still got Roy Nice and Jennifer Owen. Mm -hmm. uh, Kendra Shaw won her battle with Mike Mayotte. So you'll yep. be coming back for Ward 1. Out of the park. And out in Ward 5, he'll have Mike Boyette again because, mm -hmm. as he said to Bo Mulvaney, um, you really shouldn't have a full-time job if you want to be on the city council, which is an awful nice thing for a guy to say to somebody running for public office. Somebody who's trying their best So now you get four more years or two more years or whatever it is. No, nope, four more years of Mike Boyette. Yeah, whatever. Excuse me, uh, Deputy Mayor. Deputy Mayor Boyette. Boyette. Yeah, good point. Hachi Machi. Uh, back to the <laughs> the issue at hand. Uh, mm -hmm. Pam. Pam. Pam, it's 
It's going to be hard to say goodbye to old it Pam is. Pam. It is. Um, and so I put the, together this nice little compilation of No Context Pams. Well, my personal favorite, No Context Pams. Do you need um, some? Oh, there'll be, a, there'll be an, a musical intro first. Is there? Okay, oh, yeah. Because I have it. I usually don't put this one in front of No Context Pams because it kind of negates the purpose of just throwing it in randomly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I have the same question as to whether or not which of the departments would let go of what they're already doing. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, um, a grant writer is a very expensive person and it takes a lot of time. And I have an issue with having a PIO that is also a grant writer. Just real quickly. Fifth Avenue corridor is one thing that's been discussed, I think, oh, ever since I came to council. And oh. the past Banger. couple of years, I've been going. attending eBird meetings quite a bit. Yeah. And the eBird board was not in favor of the Fifth Avenue corridor initially. They still aren't. And it was my understanding they were really surprised when it came up to be on the CIP because they're going we really haven't thrown our support behind it. So, Jennifer, I applaud you for bringing this up. I will be a no vote on this as well. Thank you. Uh, Wyeth, that's um, my vague recollection from the director is uh, the eBird board was in favor. Can you clarify that? Because that's Uh, what we just heard is very inconsistent with that. Yeah, Mayor and Council. Yeah, I guess that's not my understanding of the of the board. And having been at the meeting when we discussed actually specifically the amendment, this amendment to extend the design for the rest of the corridor, that they did understand and were in support of it. And that's how come it's coming to you. I mean, there's been discussion with them behind the scenes on this already. So I'm not aware that they're not supportive. They were part of the corridor study effort and the design effort that we've had. So they've been involved all the way. Oh, so Councilor Printer, I guess I just need to ask you, are you aware of some information that within the last couple, uh, what, how long ago was that meeting? I mean, uh, Mayor Council, it's been several months ago. I mean, we've been talking in the last couple months. while. No, I haven't heard anything in the last couple of months on this, and this has been, I think, after the CIP came out is when that was the first thing that they said that they were surprised. And I can't give you a person at this point, you know, who said it. So I guess that clarification needs to be made maybe by me. Okay, thank you very much. Um, we'll continue. Uh, Councilmember Shaw. Yeah, I would just add, I just sent a message to Michelle Harkins, uh, the you know director of the eBird. She said the board voted it in through 80% design, if that helps clarify. Okay, all right. Thank you for that clarification. That was uh, uh, communication from the executive director of eBird. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. And I just have to address the the idea of patriotism that was brought about by this air show. It was just truly amazing to me. I was there every day, um, saw a lot of city staffs, police, fire, fire did an amazing job. Uh, Airport police, they were there. Uh, Homeland Security. Oh yeah. Um, I can't think of some of the others that I would would call to mind that were there. 
but I worked <laughs> every job, day apparently. there, and I was transporting, which was a lot of fun. I got to use my husband side by side, so uh, it, was, it was great fun. Yeah, fun. but the point was is that you know we had a lot of retired military senior veterans there, and the the effort it took for them to be there was just astounding to me. They were excited to be there. The kids were excited to be there. Uh, and so I just think, you know, for us to be able to lift up um, mm. our military mm. and what they do to the Lord. and their endeavors to, to not only protect us, but also to really ring out that joy of freedom that we have in the uh, United States that other countries don't have. Yes, and if we can't allow that mm. in our country to be able to celebrate our military and celebrate our country, then um, I guess you'll get the the next thing. So I just oh. want to applaud everyone. Oh, yeah. uh, Jake Penwell, Pat McDonald, Jody Etchard. I mean, there were just a ton of people that really worked to have this air show. And I just applaud them. And I'm just so grateful that they did this and that we had such a great response from not well only our out, local community, but sure other places side by side in with Montana and huh? even out of state. So it was great to see all those folks oh, here, and they were just so excited to be here. Better so not have you. any. As far Dan as uh, community engagement and education, uh -huh. I mean, we have school district too. Sure. Uh, you always start with the kids. So, and we meet with the school district. So I don't know why we could not have some sort of cooperation with the school district. Uh, you know, I come from the DARE program when my kids are in school. Great. That seemed to work pretty good. Funding yep. ran out, so they dropped it. So I don't know that there isn't something that can be promoted within the schools, whether it's the elementary schools or the high schools. Because I think whenever you start trying to educate the adults in this community, uh, that's going to be a, a little bit different because they already have some of this stuff formulated. And I'm going to go back to my two-way conversions. Okay. I know some people a lot of them. But in talking, and I have been meaning to go downtown and go door-to-door -door and ask them how they like it. Never I've never talked have to you about nope. two or three. Never have. And they're saying, One. if anything, it, the traffic sped up. I didn't nope. think it slowed down traffic because that was one of the, nope. the um, reasons for having it. Line number one. Uh, hate back in parking, and that's not me saying that, Mr. Mayor. It's um, because, in fact, one gal says, I always bump into the signs, your oh. signs that you have there. Okay. So I don't know how many signs have needed to be replaced. Well, but um, mm -hmm. I was in one store, and there was a gal that came from out of town, and she said, I refuse to go down the streets. And so she parks on, I don't know, it was third street whatever because it's parallel parking sure. so whatever it is the point is There's is that i'm wondering and i know block, dba were, was one or dbp one of those went through and supposedly took a um uh, survey if you will yes, of the business owners yep another one of those issues was that it also brought in more uh, business traffic and so i'm looking at the traffic um, the businesses that would allow that, you know, to have more people come in and stop and shop and whatever. And some of them are office buildings. So I don't think that yeah. is a legitimate yeah. interest. Office so building. some of the others yeah. that you're looking at, some of the other streets that you're looking at, I'm wondering if that also would be 
oh, we're going to bring more uh, foot traffic in. Not questions, so I, I guess my question is, yeah. is it possible to, go nowhere. first of no all, find out the people that have experienced the one ways or two ways, if they like them, is it worth the money? Yes, yes. Because that's quite a chunk of change. And then on this one where you're putting chunk the... Chunk of Bitcoin. Come on, know, get with the times. Two scopes in there. And the second scope, the last thing, is changing the conversion. So I don't know if in, in that first scope, if that's part of the, the lighting that you had in there, traffic lights, that is conducive to the two-way. So it does Mostly actually bring bags. both of those in there. So I'm just wondering, is there a way that we can survey or Great is question. it worth yes. it or is it just me barking at the moon? Survey was done. One of the things that I just keep looking at said you didn't believe and, us. Um, is our vision statement. Mm. Mm. Um, the magic city, a diverse, welcoming community oh, where people flat. prosper and business succeeds. So to me, if you're going to have that as a mission statement or a vision statement, right. it's how do we have people? How? How does city well, government man make really people prosper? And how do we make businesses succeed? Is that our role as city government? Um, to me, city government exists for public safety, to keep its citizens safe, and it also exists for to provide good infrastructure, whether it's water, roads, trash, whatever it is. So. I guess there's, to me, that's kind of a feel-good statement, but I don't know that it really means anything. So that, that's my input. Councilmember Puritan? Well, I just wanted to say when um, One more. Andy made the suggestion that if a constituent emails us mm -hmm. and we email them back, sure. that it goes out to council, all the council. Right. I don't do that okay. because if I answer a constituent, a lot of times it's my opinion. I'm not speaking. And so there have been times, very few times, that I have sent my opinion okay. to council. Well, you're a public and servant. And then I get so. into a back and forth, and I don't back and forth oh. on the email. Gotcha. And so, you know, if someone's going to call me out and say, oh, no, you're wrong on that, well, I don't think that's good on an email thread. And so I stop it there. I do not really care to put out all of my answers on email. And, you know, because some of the constituents, they are, they kind of believe the way I do and some of them don't. And so that's, you know, that's that's my feelings about it. Okay, thank you, Council Member Trinke. There you go. Pam, I have an alternate email <laughs> when I talk to people. Yep. Pam. Uh, I've been going to uh, I've been going to bird meetings for a long time, and I know exactly what's going on. Absolutely, finger on the pulse. No fucking idea what's going on. Nope, none. And then, I mean, if we can't celebrate the military stout, you know what's coming next? Yep, whatever's next. Some dystopian gulag hell history. It's coming our way. Yep. So there you go, Pam Puritan, Ward Four. Uh, Excellent. Four beautiful years of. Uh, I mean, there's there's a million things we go back to with the uh, during the COVID times when she just had the shield on, that was entertaining. <laughs> yep. And the old Frankie out was there with his mask half on his face, spitting on everything with his chin mask. Yep. Good times. Ugh, oh, she's, she's been she's been there through good and bad times. Frank the Hammer. Oh, the Hammer's joining 
Hammer. She's joining Dick Clark. She's joining uh, probably Larry Brewster. All the, the, all the, the old, legends. And the old council uh, deus in the sky. The council of Alabama. They're still all alive. But, <laughs> yeah. um, obviously, when you retire from the city council, you go to a different plane, different dimension. It's, it's kind of yeah. like Inception, only um, not. It's more like uh, Tenet. You just don't really understand it, but you're entertained. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So there you go. Last meeting of the year was the 18th. Uh, there was no meeting yesterday because they're lazy. They said, hey, we're not going to do anything after the day after Christmas. No decisions will be made. And so it was so. They just did an extra meeting. And then we'll start back over on, I believe, the 2nd with the new city council. Uh, orientation has started for the new members. I'm excited. Um, so get ready for, I'm going to guess probably an Aspen leader and Owen showdown. Um, it's going to be pretty heavy. I yeah. don't know what the hell Bill Kennedy's going to do, but I imagine it's going to be out there. It's going to be, I mean, he's going to be right next to Mr. Tidswell. Might, might, we might actually get some words out of council member Tidswell who was, that'd be weird. Uh, Pam's counterpart to her left there on the council. Doesn't say a lot, but when he does, it's usually he's just saying percentages loud um, and gesturing wildly with his hands. He's a, he's a quiet fella. Very aggressive. He's a dark horse. He is. It's at city council. Um, but finally, we've got uh, two more um, old old white men on the council to uh, right the ship, finally. Yeah. So a lot of big decisions coming up. Uh, one decision won't be made was uh, a generational at rec center. Um, so the youth in Billings will continue to squabble over a tiny sheet of ice out in the Heights, um, and then beg for court space, wherever that is in the city. Um, you know, um, what else, what else happened this year? I got fuck all. Nothing. Nothing. 2023. This year. <clears throat> That's it. Is that it? Yep. All right. I think. We covered literally everything. We did. To a T. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of zone changes happened. Oh, Project Recode was, was, you know, picked apart a little bit. Mm -hmm. But that's what it was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Supposed to let it get implemented, and then you sort of... Make adjustments as needed. Make adjustments as needed. Um, crime uh, statistically has gone down on the city, but... Yep. Uh, the visibility and the violence of the crime and the age of the people committing the crimes was kind of the panacea of... It was different. Yeah. Age has gone down. Violence. Mm-hmm. The colonial that's, still exists. That's Yeah, it's right over there. It's still over there. It's not entertaining to watch what happens, what goes on over there on kind a daily sad. basis. Kind of sad. Real sad. I wish uh, if anybody knows John Skaggy out there, they would, you know, say, hey... Light him on fire. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. As you're, a human and uh, a citizen of the city of Billings. You're shitty for the world. Shitty for the world. Um, yep. So put that out there. What else? Um, I don't think any big rocks fell off the rims this year, did they? No, I don't think so. I could be wrong. Uh, was the big flood this year? Or was that two years ago? The Yellowstone one got really, really high. That was two years ago, wasn't it? No, I think that was... Last spring. Was it last spring? Anyway, that happened. Was it? No. It was a giant, like, down... It was two years ago, no. Yeah, because 
<clears throat> they kind of got East Rosebud opened up. Yeah, they got a temporary bridge. Last summer, yeah. Which is kind of a terrifying road, I hear. Yeah. Through the grapevine. But it's just all, you know, giant boulders. Yeah. It's kind of off-roading to East Rosebud. If you go up there, um, the city of Laurel still exists. Um, bullet form there out in Lockwood. They're getting a new <laughs> bridge going through their industrial area. They're getting wastewater and water hookups coming here shortly. So <clears throat> who knows? Gastown might become part of an actual town. It it's, could be... a Entertaining. Is Lockwood Bullet Farm or Gastown? Uh, I don't remember. I can't remember either because Laurel is one of them. I think it was Gastown and Lockwood and then Bullet Farm and Laurel. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, I love it. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. Uh, (coughs) Some lady on 3rd Street and 27th tried to run over some protesters. That was wild. I mean, she went around the street multiple times. Yeah, she went in. She was in the holiday she told the lady who was working at the holiday, I don't like those people. I'm going to run them over. Mm-hmm. And she went out and got in her Jeep. Sure. And charged them, and they jumped out of the way. Right. And she ran over their shit and then went around the block mm-hmm. and did it again. Yeah. And, like, one guy was bleh, mildly injured. Mm-hmm. And then she just drove off. And then they arrested her at gunpoint, and she got lots and lots of felony counts of whatever. Yeah. Uh, aggravated stuff, I'm pretty sure. And a DUI. Well. Also on top of that. I mean, that's just... What we call the Montana passport. Yeah, that's true. Point. Uh, what else? Um, don't leave your fucking gun in your pickup. Please don't do overnight. that. Take it inside. It's not doing you any good in your car That'd while nice. you're inside your house. Mm-hmm. So take it inside. And if you're too weak or lazy to carry it inside and back out, sure. then don't have a fucking gun. Okay. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Indeed. 180-some guns have been stolen out of it's a lot of guns. vehicles. And 80% of the guns recovered at crime scenes have been reported stolen out of vehicles. Hmm. You're literally the problem if you're leaving your gun in your Well, I, I beg to differ, Stout. I mean, that's because the D.A.R.E. program is not being taught in schools. Yeah, it got that's, defunded. Uh, I mean, I it was you. a very successful program that <clears throat> did absolutely nothing to... Stem the tide of anything. Yeah, yeah. It actually just informed me of what was actually happening around me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's like, this is weed. It's like, oh, that's what that is. No shit. Yeah. yeah. That's what's coming billowing out of the, the pottery shop, as we call it, at my parents' place. <laughs> my parents have way more than that at their house. <laughs> I know. They got at least five more pounds in the garden growing there. <laughs> oh, um, God. Yep. Yep. Reinstate Dare. Is yep. the main takeaway from this year. Reinstate there. That's the name of the episode. At the Friday packet. Um, Stocking stout. I, and looked, I looked up the USS Billings. Uh, it, it just returned from the mission in the Caribbean. Good. Um, I think got... Sounds harrowing. A bunch of tonnage of uh, cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, and got rid of like 14 or 15 drug pins or czars or whatever they call them, according to some Navy news thing. So Cool. That thing's out patrolling the waters, doing um, something other than... Uh, running into other cargo ships in Lake Erie. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. That's what you quite wanted to kind of do, be out there. Get up on that early in their career. Yep. I'm going to start selling bumper stickers that just say hashtag pray for Chappie Mm. when the uh, two-way conversion It's going to be rough on him. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to tuck in his tow mirrors. He's gonna have to. He's gonna gonna have to pay attention to where he's driving for once. It's gonna be terrifying. It really is. 
That's coming to downtown. What else is coming to downtown? Possible high rise, like we talked about, where yesteryears are. I don't think we mentioned that it was going to be uh, uh, the mullet development, as I call it. <laughs> so there's, you know, business up front yeah. and then party up top, which yeah. is 10 stories of apartments yeah. above that. Two That's, stories of business and 10 stories of apartments. Yep. So they have that coming to downtown, coming online. There's That'll also be cool. the, your, your place across from the DBA shop. That'll probably be coming up in the next year. Mm-hmm. They're coming online with, yeah, with housing. That's almost mm-hmm. dried in now. Wow, wow. We got windows, <whistles> stuff. So trust us over there. Flat roof, probably up there. Flat right? roof. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that's pretty exciting, honestly. Uh, you know, I. It's nice to see kind of a new building go up mm-hmm. in downtown. Uh. Got some fun. Silly projects we're working on. Mm-hmm. We're going to be buying some projectors and putting art on some walls Gross. with projectors instead of paint. Wow. Yeah. All right. So. Wow. We'll be hitting you're up getting, all the... You're going to be projecting buffalo and elk? Yeah. Uh, it'll only be west Western scenes. Cool. Absolutely. And, and specifically scenes of white people interfering in the lives of wildlife and uh, native populations. I would hope so. I yeah. mean, that's... Manifest destiny. That's what we stand for. Damn right. Yep. That's how Pam would want it. We're going to be honoring our military. Yeah. You know what the other option is? Yeah. Gulags. Yep. Absolutely. Salt mines. Sure. Et cetera. Uh, Sixth Street Underpass is open again. Yep. That's Uh, exciting. Rode it on my bike the other day. It's still, it's actually double terrifying now. Now it's three lanes wide. (laughs) Yeah. There is no pedestrian access on the, what would that be? The east side. Oh, Yeah. It's still, but it's three lanes now. On the far right lane, it's straight, and then there's two turn lanes. Um, mm. It's a little less bumpy now. Well, that's good. Does um, it drain? No. So that's too bad. <laughs> the other day when it was raining, you went underneath. There is the drain there, but as you went over the drain, there was a giant pool of water that was just sitting there on the other side. So we need to address that in the future. Yeah, we'll have a look at that. Yeah. Uh, the highway got a lot bigger west of town. Yeah. Or east of town. Yeah. Got got us a new bridge. Yeah, three lanes. So if you go down to Colson Park now, I mean, it's, I imagine, will be deafening at some point. Yeah. We uh, put it's an terrifyingly close there. to that little walkway now that I, I used to Yeah. To go on quite a bit. Yeah, that was And nice. run the dog down there, <clears throat> which <throat> is what a lot of people see when they, they go by that road. There's yeah. usually just one person in a car walking their dog. Yeah. Which is just someone, you know. Driving along. Burning a cig. You know, just driving along with a dog. Just <laughs> a junk a dog wondering why they're being driven <laughs> yeah, away from. Exactly. Please let me back in the car. <laughs> not traumatizing sad. the animal at all. No, not at all. Um, art house is up and running. Art house, the new art house downtown. That's pretty cool. I went and saw Home Alone at the Babcock. Ooh. That was a great time, man. Sure. Yeah. It was delightful. Good it was times. a free showing. Bought a beer and a can of wine mm-hmm. for the old lady. Sure. And uh, we had a fantastic time. Quite a few people were there. It was encouraging to see. Goddamn right. People coming downtown for movies again. Mm-hmm. So there's two. There's one at the Babcock, which has the big screen, and then the art house, I think, has four or five screens. Three or four, maybe? Yeah, three or four. Yeah. And that'll do, like, the cafe. And the cafe up front. So if you're looking yeah. for some lighter fare, they have actual food up front now. Yeah. At least and for a now. Beer. And a And a beer. It's a nice deal. It's it's pretty groovy. And they've been showing some good shows down there, too. Mm-hmm. And keep an eye on the Babcock's uh, schedule because they have free movies all the time. 
It's great. Home Alone was free. Dig it. Yeah. Get down there. They played Prancer. Donner and Vixen? No, just Prancer. Okay. Yeah, Donner probably next year. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Kill this baby in the cradle. Kill this baby in the cradle. Express. <laughs> <laughs> 